Welcome to Trucking After Hours. Let's see, am I live yet? I'm waiting for the little uh, circles to spin, and they are still spinning. And yes, we are live. Trucking After Hours is back. I'm hoping to put two episodes together today, and I'll release one today and one How about probably next week? Today is August 26th, 2020. Real quick, feedback at truckingpodcast.com is the best way to get a hold of anybody here at uh, Trucking After Hours. And of course, truckingpodcast.com is still live. I just put a great post up at Trucking After Hours on why Tesla stock is going through the roof while the big three are uh, just kind of sucking the hind teeth. Enough of that. What's on Buck's mind today? I know you're all wondering, so let's get to it. I hope you're all wondering anyway. I kind of wanted to address what I've been up to through the summer and uh, some choices I've been making and what I've been uh, deciding to do. I knew when we moved to Green Bay and I made the job change, we're going back four years, and uh, I went to work for the employer I'm at, uh, where they run, how they work. ran over the road for a little over a year for them, and then took the local job I have uh, through the same company. So I'm four days on, four days off. I certainly don't make what I could make over the road. And that's kind of important to know because as I came into this summer, it's kind of a summer of goofing around, playing in the garage, getting some camping in, mainly having some fun and backing off on a few things and kind of deciding what I want to do. And the reason I'm making those decisions is 60 is less than two months away. And on those five-year marks, I tend to sit back and just evaluate where I am, where I want to be in five years. I came up with just some ideas and some things I wanted to play with. And I've really spent this summer goofing around with ideas. I haven't done a lot of writing. Uh, This week is probably the first time I've written seriously some decent articles in a while. You'll find... Uh, Again, a new one at Trucking After Hours. I've uh, got one getting ready to go up at our family camping and three or four in the can for that. I went into truckingpodcast.com and did some structural changes to bring in more traffic, and and that's proven uh, profitable. But here was what my goal of deciding through the summer was, and I'll tell you what I decided after uh, I give you the options. Option one was at 60. Buck just might go back on the road. I could do a lot of damage. I could uh, probably raise my income an easy 40% by going back on the road. Now, of course, there would be road expenses. There'd be a whole lot more time gone. I'm home every night. I only work uh, 365 days out of the year. I work half, so that's, uh, what, 183 days at most, minus... uh, Vacation time, so now we're down to 175 days. I'm getting close to three weeks of vacation. That puts me down to 170 to 171 days a year for a full-time job. That's kind of in the back of my mind. That's where I'm at. So plan A is go back on the road. Or plan B, what can I do to bring in a little more cash on the side that would be something mobile? I can do it when we go camping. I can do it. On whenever I wanted, on vacation, um, and just some of that, just some different ideas, side businesses, side jobs, 
One of the other things I was looking forward to this summer was uh, doing a little moonlighting with a property management company, and that did not come to fruition because of the virus that kind of killed everything. So that kind of went out the window, and I don't know if I'll go back to doing any of that next year. Yet to be decided. um, Option number two, I've always been fascinated with stocks, the stock market, how money works, what's going on there. Day trading, swing trading, pattern trading, some of those things. I've spent some time doing a little bit of that, nothing big. I have uh, maybe $200 totally at risk, and I've learned an awful lot. And I'm going to share a little bit of that with you. And I'll tell you the first thing I learned. Day traders are nuts. Day trading is buying and selling the stock the same day. And there are several methods and systems of doing that. But you're basically chasing patterns, capitalizing on the patterns and getting out. But a serious day trader, many of them anyway, are are running the full market. The stock market opens at 8.30, actually 9.30 Eastern, closes at, what, 3 Eastern. So you have a short window there. But there are extended hours trading. It actually opens at 4.30 for pre-hours, 3.30 Wisconsin time, and closes two hours later, 5 o'clock. So yes, you have day traders who are up at 2 a.m. and they're working till 5 o'clock. It is intense. Some of these guys are making three, four, five hundred trades in a day. It is more chaos than I care to get into. Um, it's just not me. On the other hand, swing trading, finding patterns in trades or reasons a stock went down that you know is going to recover and just buying something you're going to hold for a week or for two or for whatever and sell when it goes, knowing when to buy it and when to sell it. I've had a lot of fun and a little bit of success with that. Um, I say a little bit because I've only got 200 bucks in the game, but I've made a few bucks on it. I lost a few bucks trying uh, trying my hand at day trading, and, and again, that's just, that is for the wolves. It is either all or nothing. There's no, you don't play with that. You you learn it and go after a hot and heavy win, lose, or draw. And I've talked to people who've lost thousands. I've talked to people who've made thousands. Uh, it's kind of like gambling. Nobody wants to tell you they lost you know, 800 bucks at the casino last week, but they tell you when they're 300 up. So you got to be careful who you listen to. And then option three is these websites. What makes money? What doesn't? And where do I want to focus my time? And at the moment, I have four websites up and running. Two of those are, I'm getting checks in the mail in one form or another for. And that excites me. And the bottom line is, while I'm goofing around this summer, not going to work for the property management company because of the coronavirus, spending way too much time on 200 bucks tied up in little socks here and there, and totally ignoring the websites, they keep making a little bit of money. As long as I'm putting out some quality content on a topic people are looking for, I'm able to monetize that in one way or another. Podcasting is, I mean, it is a labor of love. This is my true joy coming down kicking on the microphone the recorder and talking to you that is what i really love to do it just doesn't pay and that's okay i don't mind doing this it is a labor of love i truly enjoy the interaction with you guys and it's a lot of fun and i want to keep doing this so those were my three options this summer walk away drive truck do a little moonlighting Actually, four options, but the moonlighting wasn't a hardcore option because I can't do that from anywhere and I can't ignore it and still 
have it, you know, pay the bills or pay a check or add to my income. Or option three, which is be a better writer. Just start writing more, build out the sites I have, pull out the dead wood and just keep growing that podcast when I can, when I want to, when it's fun and when I have something to tell you guys. So my final decision is, yeah, I am going to stick with the websites. I'm going to focus hard on my writing. I have a membership in a group that I will continue with when it is up and pay another year to join that and keep learning and keep training and keep doing different things and keep bringing you guys some fun stuff. My biggest reason for not going over the road isn't as much the time gone. I love the road. It is there's really nowhere I want to go without leaving the company I'm in. I don't want to go through Chicago. I don't want to go through Atlanta. I don't want to deal with Gary. I just want to run west. And even west, <laughs> I'm not going anywhere near Portland, Oregon right now. I can tell you that. And to do so, I'm giving up the seniority and, and some of the things I have now. My ability to have three weeks of vacation in a job that is only three and a half days a week and pays a full-time income. So for those reasons, that's just off the table with the new e-logs and everything else going on. My days of trucking in my early years, in my first 10 years, were the end of the glory days of trucking. And nothing will ever be like that again. So, yeah, I'm out. I'm not going back on the road. I, I just don't see it happening under those terms. I do see it happening with more travel as I'm able to grow the sites and do some fun things there, as I'm able to maybe grow the podcast a little bit, as again, I'm not focusing hard on how big can I grow these shows. Uh, this will never have the audience the trucking show once had in its heyday. I wish it did. I wish we had time to do both. We just do not. Um, so our family camping is taking the Sunday night slot, and I'll pump these out when I have time, when I have something to bring you. Uh, the interview I had here a couple of weeks ago, that was a lot of fun with uh, Burt Bootsman. I hope you got a chance to listen to that. We had a ball with that. And I might find some other interviews here and there to do. I've streamlined this so much it's very easy to do, and I look forward to bringing you guys more of them. I do have some other things I want to bring you, some other items I want to talk about. And as time goes by, we'll do that. I love answering your questions and finding things going on. I'm going to focus in a little more just because a lot of you asked. And when I'm done with this, I'll put a separate post up with links in it. As far as the websites I have been using for stock trading, part of the problem with doing trading, um, you know, before I get into that, trading and investing are two different things. When you're trading, you're flipping something. You're buying and selling cars, buying and selling livestock, buying and selling houses, whatever. You're flipping something. If you watch, uh, oh, what is it? The uh, the antiques guys down in Iowa. I'm drawing a complete blank on the name of that show. Um, somebody spout off with that one if you would. American Picker. Okay, they're flipping stuff. They're buying stuff. They know what it's worth. They're buying it undervalued, selling it hopefully a little overvalued, and making some money. Good for them. I have no problem with that. And that is Kind of, well, that isn't kind of, that's what trading is. You're trying to find a stock that's undervalued, buy it, value goes up, get rid of it. 
swing trading, I'm having a lot of fun with. I can investigate the stocks. I can, I'll give you an example. Tesla. Tesla has bounced between 14 and 15, 50, 1600 several times in this summer. One of the platforms I've used is one called Robinhood. And Robinhood, I don't have 15, 1600 bucks to throw at a share of Tesla, but I have a hundred bucks to buy a fractional share. So you buy that fractional share, you buy a hundred dollars worth of a share at 1400, you ride it up to 15, you sell it. You wait till it goes back down to 1450, you ride it back up to 1550, you sell it. But there's a lot more than just how that sounds. You, you have to learn to know the patterns and you don't always win. But if you watch when you get in, you watch when you get out and you cut your losses quick when you guessed wrong, you come out ahead. And on Tesla, I have come out ahead many times. I'm sitting out of it now until after they do the stock split. And then I'm going to play with it some more. The good part of Robinhood, it's easy to get into. Um, I'll put a link in the, in, after I'm done with this, I'll put a link up in the new post and uh, tell you where to find these places. And Robinhood will give you a free stock and me a free stock if you click that and sign up and fund an account. I funded mine with 50 bucks to start with. The downside of Robinhood, uh, it is a very easy platform and it offers fractional shares if you want to buy something big like Apple or whatever the case may be, uh, Berkshire Hathaway, Tesla, whatever the case, you just want to buy a $20 share, a $5 share, whatever the, whatever the case may be. It's in $1 incre increments. You have to apply for that and it'll probably take you two or three weeks to uh, get it approved. But they approve everybody. It's just a matter of when. That is the advantage of Robinhood. The downside of Robinhood is not a lot of analytics are there. Uh, there's really no after hours or extended hours trading. They say they start 30 minutes early, but I've never had a buy exercised in their early hours because it's, it's very low volume. There's a good, a good thought process of never trading in the uh, earlier after hours. And I don't have a problem with that, depending on what you're trading. And in the more blue chip stuff that you might be buying a fractional share of, you're going to be fine. The other one is Webull, W-E-B-U-L-L. -L. It's supposed to be Webbull, but it's Webull. It's what everybody calls it. It is, um, well, let's see, that one you get two free shares. And I believe I get two free shares if you sign up through that link. So I will, again, put them both in. I believe you have to fund that one with $100 to get the free shares. My first share was worth $2.60. 30 days later, I got my second share, and it was like 13 bucks. It was a share of Levi Strauss. I've sold both immediately. But Webull does give you pre-market trading, after-hours trading, um, no fractional shares, and if you buy any penny stocks under a dollar, you need to buy 100 shares. So they do have some limitations. I have learned my lesson. I'm, I don't mess with anything under $2 a share. And as I'm closing this stuff down to focus on nothing but websites, all I will do is blue chip, higher end swing stocks. If you look at something like 3M, it bounces up and down and up and down and up and down. So you watch the dip, you watch the raise. And if you're wrong, you just sell quick. Uh, it's not the end of the world. But if you can be right two out of three times, you're doing good. Day trading, don't even think about it if you're on the road. You will kill yourself. You'll either not get any sleep or you'll run your truck off the road in frustration. And some of these deals go by so quickly. 
Uh, Kodak would be a perfect example. Kodak opened one morning at $2 and something cents. It hit 60 bucks by the end of the day, and it's probably worth 5 bucks now. That one went a little longer, but a lot of these, you look at maybe at 4.15, it jumped from $1.85 to 9 bucks, and then back down to $1.50 in, in a period of 60 seconds. And you cannot get in, buy, get up, sell, and get out quick enough to take advantage of that because these guys are using uh they're using stock scanners and and uh premium brokers you, you will just if you start chasing that you will most likely lose money so stay away from that one but i i don't say stay away from that platform it's a great platform because it gives you better analytics uh quick and uh both of those give you free trades there's another one called thinkorswim and i have that one also and that one is from TD Ameritrade. The phone app absolutely sucks, but the stuff on the on the uh, tablet is great, and I use that extensively for analytics. And I do have a couple of buy and hold purchases in there that I will just leave. But I'll use my analytics there and then go usually to Weeble or Robinhood, depending on what I want to uh, actually execute. But my goal is to have nothing I have to watch all day long. I have two left I need to get out of, one of those, and I'll tell you what they are, uh, one of those is Cisco Systems, and it had a uh, maybe a not-so-stellar earnings report that generally beats a stock down, and it uh, generally rebounds rather rapidly. These have not re- rebounded as rapidly as I have liked lately. Intel was a prime example. Intel was a close to a $60 stock. It had a an okay earnings report, but it announced a chip that it was supposed to come out with next year. It'll be out within two years, and that stock dropped to forty bucks. Not all the way to forty. It was, I think, forty-seven, forty-eight at its low. I bought in at I think forty-eight dollars and some change, and it just won't break fifty. I finally moved on because uh, it was tying up a hundred bucks and put my money into something else. Cisco might be the same way. It got beat down a little bit, and it's going to stay there a while, but I trust that will come out. So I'm not really worried about that one. I made one other one that is just a quick swing, and that crazy thing has been... uh I'm not even going to tell you the name of it, because uh I might not even break even on this. Usually leading up to FDA approvals, you can make some money. You just get out before the approval comes in in case it goes bad, and even if it goes good, sometimes the action is all gone. And this one... uh I bought it just over two bucks. It's back up to almost a dollar eighty. It's been down close to a dollar fifty. Win, lose, or draw, I will be out of it probably tomorrow night and maybe Friday morning. Um, I don't know if that one will recover what I went. Just some funny things going on. We're going into an election year. The economy is so weird that uh, it's just hard to, to see what's going to happen. And as you go back and study analytics on these stocks, the analytics are skewed because of COVID. And now they're going to be skewed because they're reacting to an election. So my thought process is I just want to back way down. I don't need the distraction. And I can just focus on doing this stuff, writing great stuff for you guys, writing great stuff for campers and RVers and uh, working on the other couple of sites I have going on on the side. I have one I haven't decided what to do with called podcasting for nobodies. And it's just how some schmuck like me can make money with a podcast. Uh, I think there's eight or nine articles there. And I even put out a couple of episodes. I haven't done another one. I just 
kind of was playing with that is a that was a sandbox site but it is out there and number four i won't even mention yet because it's uh it may come down it may it may never go anywhere i haven't decided yet uh but again it, it's it's what i enjoy i had a I wrote an article about why Tesla is the price it is and why Ford, GM, and Fiat Chrysler America are cheap stocks. And I had Chris edit that for me yesterday. And then she even made the comment, you're getting better and pithier at some of your articles. Pithy doesn't belong in every article, but it belonged in that one. And that's that's the latest one over at uh, Trucking After Hours. I'm excited to be back into this. My decision is made. Now, I got to show you guys something. I'll move the mic so I can see it. If you've watched Our Family Camping, I've been wearing a bandana the last couple of weeks. This month just blew. A couple of weeks back, I came out on this side of my forehead, on the right side, a big breakout of shingles. And it was painful. It cost me some work time, some doctor visits a prescription drug medication to help treat the shingles and a painkiller. And that was a weird painkiller that works through the nerves rather than a, like a Vicodin or a codeine based. So I've had this big scab that finally came off yesterday. So I've, I've been wearing a bandana till that came off. This is right where my hat brim would sit. You can just barely see a little discoloration there now from the camera. Talk to your doctor about the shingles vaccine. I wish I'd uh, done so. They say, um, you know, over 50, I guess now is when you start looking into it. This sucked. This was very painful. It's still painful. The whole side of my head still feels like people are sticking pins in it. And that is because it's nerve damage and it takes a long time to heal. That really blew. So the shingles knocked me out for a good, oh, I only missed a couple of days of work over it, but that's because I work four on four off. So six days off. It was only a day and a half off, actually. But it has just taken the wind out of my sails for a couple, three weeks. One of the other things I had scheduled was getting a tooth pulled, and I had to put that off for a week, uh, just healing from the shingles and out of airing on the uh, side of caution. So what is today? Uh, Wednesday. Monday, I had a tooth extracted, a second from the back molar. That went well, but... Uh, yeah, so they gave me another antibiotic prescription, much like the I had before, and a um, a different kind of painkiller medication that I only had to use Monday and uh, yesterday afternoon just a little bit uh, that, that works differently. So I've got to save all those bottles. God forbid I get a, a random drug screen in the next 90 days. That'll be really interesting because there's quite a concoction of crap in me. So uh all is well. I'm healing up, but it sure took the wind out of our sails in August. Cost us doing any camping. I have a road trip in September. I'm really excited about with my son-in-law to, uh, um, uh, in involving livestock. That's going to be some fun. And then uh, we're going to take some time and do a road trip out west, not all the way to Oregon. We're going to go play in southern Idaho sometime in September. That'll be fun. And uh, it'll all be good. So with that, hey, I've rambled on for 23 minutes. I am going to... Cut this off. Again, feedback at truckingpodcast.com still goes straight to my phone. I would love to hear from you guys. And I will talk to you all very soon. Stay safe. God bless. And uh, shiny side up, guys. My life is drowned in a fermentine of coffee, sleep, and work. I am not boring. I just stick to what I know.